On this episode, I talked to how many times I had to relaunch my website till I was happy with it. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of Arv's Notes. My name is Arvind and this is my personal vlog and podcast. So episode 7 is very much going to be linked to episode 6. If you haven't watched it, you may not have the right context for this one, so definitely go and watch it before you watch this one. So I went over how I created the company, how I set it all up, and then the second piece to that was um, creating the website um, leveraging the pillar content, which was my service brochure. Now, there's an important lesson in launching the website. For me personally, and I'm sure it'll probably be representative of many entrepreneurs who have gone through this process, is that the first time you launch a website, uh, it's actually probably not going to be the one you settle on. And in my case, the website was absolutely shithouse. And I look back at it, I laugh a bit at it, but it's a natural part of the process of iteration. One thing that I picked up, a bad habit that I picked up from corporate, now reflecting backward on it, was now I would apply frameworks for how you are supposed to approach a problem. And these frameworks had so much detail behind it that you often got lost in it, whether it be Agile, Scrum, Lean, Kanban, God knows what else is there to deliver a level of operational efficiencies, etc. When you come to startup land, they just don't work uh, because they're just too cumbersome. And so you really need to break it down into its most basic, which is common sense. And so really with anything that you launch, you just need to realize that you just need to use common sense in its approach. And that is launch, test, get that data, and then iterate when you've learned what you've done wrong. And this iterative process is incredibly important, especially with a website. Don't think that the first one's going to be the right one because for 99.99999% of us, the first one is going to be completely wrong. Well, not completely wrong, but it's not going to hit the mark in the way that it should be. And that was the case for my website. Often when you get into building this and it took me about I'd say about a week and a half to two weeks to build a service brochure plus then the website um, and because your eyes are just fixated on this project you often lose perspective as you go through it now for me what that meant was one the imagery was pretty poor it's pretty dark it wasn't really reflective of what I wanted this brand or this company to represent uh, the second piece was um, I was I had created the website with the notion that I wanted to get a customer to book a call with me. I knew I wouldn't be able to sell this service just from the website. It's fundamentally new. People aren't going to get it. So I needed them to book a call with me so that I could have a conversation with them and educate them about the product and service. And so I had this idea that I have to make it as easy as possible for any customer visiting this site to book that call in because that's what I want. And so I put book now buttons everywhere. And then I said, oh, maybe I should do what a lot of consumer products do and put a time limited offer on it to generate a sense of urgency behind it so that it incentivizes them even more to book a call. So then I put another banner saying 20% off. And it was like this scrolling banner across the website with a book, book a call underneath and then going into the why, how and what and a bit on the service brochure, etc. 
And I'll tell you now, when I launched it, I didn't look at it for a day. I realized that some money I was putting into Google AdWords and some Facebook ads which just weren't generating anything whatsoever and I was burning money. I looked back at it and I said, actually, this is really shit. Why did I do this? And it's because I was thinking about myself and I was thinking about Attica and I was not actually thinking about what it was for an end customer, that person landing on this page, what is it they would actually think when looking at the site? And I lost that perspective when I was building it. And I lost that perspective because I was constantly in the, what is my service? Uh, what am I delivering? And then what do I want this website to represent when I'm taking this content across? And so I, it, it was bound to happen uh, for so many of us that go through this process. But when you reflect back on it, it was like, luckily I did because then I learned and I was able to iterate. And so, um, and another person, and really luckily for me, that I have on my team is my wife. Um, and it's absolutely incredible because she's a graphic designer and an advertiser. And so that really helps when you think about the early stages of any startup, having a graphic design and advertising background on your team, absolutely critical. And so for the second iteration, now that I got her on board and I realized, uh, I was like, um, I know my website's shit, what should I do? And she looked at it and she said, yep, it is shit. Maybe you should uh, change up some of the design elements. I'm gonna create some icons for you because some of the stock imagery that I was using was pretty poor. Um, she looked at it and she said, I don't even understand what's happening here. And then I realized, okay, I'm not articulating things properly. Uh, and so she was my first real test case uh, who had that design and advertising lens over it that then came in and actually design all the icons, design some of the, all the layouts and, and the backdrops uh, for the website. I then create the content um, and that led me to iteration number two. And even then on iteration number two, it didn't have all the details. So we went through another iteration and then iteration number three, and that's the website that we've landed on today. And even then, that website that we have today, um, I've realized just doesn't have all the functionality and features that I need to really uh, take this business to that next stage uh, in its development life cycle. And so we are already planning our next migration, which leads me to what platform I used. So when I first started this website, I went for the easiest way possible, and that was Wix. Now, Wix is absolutely brilliant for basic web pages because it effectively is drag and drop. Uh, it's mobile optimized, so you have a mobile view and you have a, a desktop view and it automatically uh, makes it mobile friendly, which is incredibly important in a mobile first world. And um, because it was so easy to use, someone like me without a design background is able to create relatively good looking websites at, with near zero talent. Um, at the time as well, I was using other resources like um, a website called Pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S. Um, they have a number of royalty-free imagery you can use, and I was using that as well. Um, and because I had all these tools available to me for a relatively cheap cost, I went on that platform. I realized I didn't need you know, really, really high-end e-commerce functionality because I was just an, an advisory service, and so I went all in on Wix. Looking back... And it now was the right decision at that point in time because now having seen how I take a customer through my, my sales process, 
um, having the Booker Call, having a number of other bespoke plugins to the website that I've only really uncovered in the last sort of couple of weeks. Um, I've realized now actually Wix doesn't support that. So we're going to be moving across onto WordPress. And so in hopefully the next month, uh, we'll have iteration number four or five. I'm not too sure. I've kind of lost count, but iteration four or five of the website up and running. And so I started this in July. We are probably going to go into October. And in that time space, I've had four to five websites. And that is an important point to make. In starting a business, and especially for me, being able to iterate, being able to not have a level of fear around launching something that isn't perfect is absolutely critical. Launching it to market, realizing I did something wrong, going back, changing from what I've learned and relaunching and doing that again and again and again has now led me to a website that would not have been the case had I tried to get everything perfect from day one. And by not getting a perfect day one, you don't get it out in market, which means you're losing a lot of time. You're not educating your customers. And so it just slows the entire process down. And so the key learning for anyone that's looking to do this is don't be precious, launch and change. Because ultimately, uh, especially with how much attention, um, how much our attention spans uh, are today, it's relatively short. In a couple of months, a couple of weeks, a couple of days, people are going to forget about it anyway. And so don't feel like you need to get a perfect day one because a customer is going to see it, think it's shit, and then not come back again. They'll probably forget about it because it was so bad. Um, it's not going to leave a lasting impression in their mind. And when you relaunch with a brand new website because you've learned from your previous mistakes or whatever this iterative process is for you, whether it be website, whether it be service, whether it be delivery, whatever it might be, uh, you're going to be able to recoup from that. But the learnings you get along the way are going to make that so much better. And so um, a big experience for me on this uh, project so far and hopefully something that you take to heart as well, that you really just need to just launch and execute, learn along the way, iterate, test, analyze, and change. So that's it for this episode. Um, in the next episode, I'll go into a bit more on the methodology as to how I created the service itself um, and how I came up with the modules stemming from my original idea that was the Netflix of advisory. So thank you so much for joining in and uh, can't wait to see you guys next time.